and girls and welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Peanut and today we're going to go back in history to the time of Carolina Sandel, the author of the hymn Children of the Heavenly Father. So grab your Bible and a friend and come on and join us. adventure story today is based on a true story. However, we have added some fiction in order to act out the painful experience God brought into the life of Carolina Sandell. It was a cold winter night. Mrs. Matthews and Lizzie were quietly sitting next to a fire in the living room of their home drinking hot chocolate. Lizzie broke the silence and said, Hey mom, have you ever heard of a lady named Carolina Sandell? Yes. She wrote a beautiful hymn, Children of the Heavenly Father, one of my favorites. Well, I have this book here that is full of biographies of Christian men and women who wrote hymns. Oh, really? Did Dad buy that for you? Yeah, he bought it for me a long time ago. He used to read it to me when I was little. Well, how about we read the story of Carolina Sandell together? That sounds great. Can you read it to me, Mom? Okay, Lizzie. Here we go. Carolina Wilhelmina Sandell Berg was born on October 3rd, 1832, in Froderd, Smeland, Sweden. I think I said that right. She was the daughter of Jonas Sandell. At the age of 26 years old, she accompanied her father on a boat trip across Lake Vatern with the purpose of traveling to Gotborg, Sweden. Lena, are you cold? No, thank you. Isn't it amazing to behold this vast body of water which God had created? I know how great God is. We are like nothing in his sight. All the nations are a drop in the bucket. Yes, I know, my dear. The Bible says so. Father? Yes? I've been thinking about a verse in Proverbs. If I remember correctly, it's Proverbs 4, verse 1. Ah, yes. I know that one by heart. Hear ye children, the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. I memorized this verse shortly after your mother delivered you. It seems just like yesterday. How old are you now? Your memory must be failing you in your old age. I am 26. So you have been thinking about this verse in Proverbs? Yes, Father. I was wondering what God is teaching us in this verse. Well, let me see if I can help you a bit. I must confess that I don't know the full meaning of this verse. However, I have studied this verse in the past, and there are certain things that we can understand. We know that if we have become saved, we are the children of God. The Bible says in another place, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit, that we are the children of God. And the word itself should really be translated himself. That's Romans 8.16? Yes, my dear. 
That sounds right. But listen, we do also know that God is our Heavenly Father. The Word of God says somewhere, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now I know that you have read that before, Lena. Yes, it sounds familiar. I think I remember reading that in the book of Philemon. Well, it is so wonderful to know that God is our Father if we have become saved. Father? Yes, my dear? I find that my closest relationship is with our Father in heaven. I mean truly, our fellowship is with Him and with His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. That is right. It took me a long time to understand this truth. Now there is something we need to understand about Proverbs 4.1. God the Father is telling His children to hear His instruction. You see, we must understand that the word here is full of meaning. What do you mean? In other words, the word here also means to obey. God is commanding His children to obey His instruction. Lena. How are we instructed by God? We are instructed out of His law. God teaches us through His Word, the Bible. That is right. We must also realize that the word instruction is also a very deep word, full of meaning. I remember learning about this word in my own personal Bible studies. I believe the word is also translated as correction, chastening, and some other ways that I can't remember off the top of my head. That is correct. I worked on that word some time ago when I was preparing a message. You see, we know that the Word of God is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness, as the New Testament says. And isn't it true that God also chastens us when we go astray from Him? Oh, yes. And let me tell you, when God chastens, it hurts. It is the most painful thing the child of God can experience if he is not walking uprightly according to the truth of the gospel. How much better it is to obey. That is so true. I know that God has chastened me before when I was walking after the flesh and not after the Spirit. And I know that God chastens us because He loves us, since we are His children. And another thing that we must keep in mind is that we are not to despise the chastening of the Lord, and we are not to be weary of His correction. God corrects His children because He delights in them, and He wants them to walk in the fear of the Lord. Listen to this, my dear daughter. I'll read from my little pocket Bible, Hebrews 12, 5-11. Let's see. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor fade when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? 
What if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards, and not sons? Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh, which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits, and live? For they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. So could you sum up everything we talked about so that I can remember it? Surely, my dear, the children of God are instructed out of the law of God to hear and obey the instruction God gives to us through the word of God and through the chastisement God brings into our lives. And we also are to attend to know understanding, wisdom, and knowledge. And we must realize that these things come from the hand of God Almighty by His Holy Spirit and through the Word of God. Thank you, Father. I understand. Father, maybe you shouldn't stand so close to that railing. It makes me nervous. Almost immediately after Lena warned her father about standing too close to the railing, the ship suddenly lurched to one side and Jonas was thrown overboard. Despite her cries for help, it was too late to save her father. He drowned in the watery depths of Lake Vadern, right before his daughter's very own eyes. It was not God's perfect will that Jonas live a minute longer on this earth. It is believed that shortly after the tragic death of her father, Lena wrote the hymn, Children of the Heavenly Father. Yes, it is very sad, Lizzie. But you know, if Jonas Sandel was a child of God, then he went to be with the Lord in paradise. This is the hope every child of God has. Children of the Heavenly Father, safely in His bosom gather, nestling bird nor star in heaven, such a refuge e'er was given. God His own doth tend and nourish, in His holy courts they flourish. From all evil things He spares them, in His mighty arms He bears them. Neither life nor death shall ever from the Lord His children sever. Unto them his grace he showeth, and their sorrows all he knoweth. Though he giveth or he taketh, God his children ne'er forsaketh. His the loving purpose solely to preserve them pure and holy. Lo, their very hairs he numbers, and no daily care encumbers. 
them that share his every blessing and his help in woes distressing. Praise the Lord in joyful numbers, your protector never slumbers. At the will of your defender, every foeman must surrender. Hi, boys and girls. We're going to try something new today. We're going to have a one-question Bible quiz. Here we go with our first and only question. According to the book of 1 John, who is our advocate with God the Father if we are children of God? I'll ask the question again. According to the book of 1 John, who is our advocate with God the Father if we are children of God? I'll be back shortly with our answer after Mrs. Matthew sings our hymn. Children of the heavenly Father, safely in His bosom gather, nestling on our star in heaven, such a refuge e'er was given. God is For the answer to the Bible quiz? Here we go. The question was, according to the book of 1 John, 
Who is our advocate with God the Father if we are children of God? The answer is the Lord Jesus Christ. You can find the answer in 1 John 2, 1, which says, My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. We hope you enjoyed our program today. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of today's program, please write to Treasures from the Bible and Outreach of Bible Ministries International in care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. Today's program is entitled, The Tragedy of Carolina. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!